life. I don't, I don't know if I can do this broadcast with you sitting over there. Why? Because you're on the right side of me, and I'm always used to you on the left side. No, I always am on the right. Always. Are you sure? Yes. It's like when you type, you got to have your paper on the right side. Don't you or the left side? All right, you want to switch chairs in? No, I like it there. It's fine. All right. Yeah, you know, we're taping, are you? Yeah, we've already started. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Hello and welcome to Studio B Live with David and Sherry Burns from Long Lane Honeybee Farms. We're glad to be with you today for another broadcast of the uh, Studio B Live podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I want to say hello to all of you that are tuned in today and enjoying hearing more about beekeeping. And uh, Sherry, I don't know where last week went. We didn't do one, I don't think, last week, did we? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Did we not? Well. Oh, yeah, you've been sick. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I, I don't know. Yeah, keep your germs over there, too. I haven't gotten what you had. I'll try. All right. Well, we've had a busy week, and it's good to uh, share some things about beekeeping with you. One of the first things that I want to share um, is an email that we got that was really a great email. Sherry, you want to read that? Mm. And let's see. <laughs> Bob, give me your glasses. Switch glasses here, huh? Wait a minute, is this it? Yeah, that's a good one. Wow, this is long. Okay, this is hi. I've just come across your site. Already I have been downloading your blogs, and it's lovely to listen to you both. <laughs> that's very nice for him to say lovely. I just uh, he must have <laughs> been referring to you. <laughs> I just wanted to drop you a line to thank you for your website. so nice to see people like yourselves trying to help others. I'm in my second year beekeeping now and still have a lot to learn. I left the UK and moved to Lithuania some years ago when I got into beekeeping. I have a mentor who was over 90 years of age. He was a wonderful person who was teaching me the old ways of beekeeping. Sadly, he became ill and is no longer with us. He did pass on enough information for me to continue this wonderful hobby, and now I am totally hooked. It's difficult for me to get answers to questions because I don't know anyone where I live that is able to teach me. The language barrier is also a problem. Your site is just what I was looking for. I'm about to start reading all your lessons. It's early March now, and in Lithuania we are still in deep winter. It's been a long one, and I am worried about my bees, so I'm anxiously waiting for the spring to arrive and for the temps to climb so I can inspect them. I work offshore on drilling rigs, and right now our position is just off the Dutch coach. <laughs> the Dutch coach, the Dutch coast. I have been downloading and listening to to your pods all day. <laughs> Poor guy, he must be bored. <laughs> yeah. He's on a boat. He's, boat. <laughs> He's on a boat listening to us. Can you oh, imagine? What a, what a life, you know. <laughs> I love the way you and Sherry share your home life and business with the pods at the same time. I'm sure I'll be coming back to you later for questions and help if I may. I want to have another four hives this summer. I had my first hive split last year, but I managed to catch the swarm with an empty bait hive I had ready. The scout took the swarm straight to it. Brilliant. In my first year, I had over 50 kilograms of honey. I wonder what that is. Do you have any idea? Mm-mm. Hmm. Less from both when it split in the second year, though. Now I am really interested in your lessons on making my own queens. 
Once again, thank you to yourself and Sherry for sharing your knowledge and putting together such a wonderful site. Best regards, Nick. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's good. Hello, Nick. He's listening today, no doubt, isn't he? So, yeah. <laughs> bored on a boat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's raining here today. We're bored on a boat, aren't we? <laughs> Uh, well, that's a good email. Hey, you know, I wanted to share this website that we found, Sherry. You know, uh, small hive beetle continues to be a problem in the south. And, and it's, it is getting further yeah, north. No, yeah, it's, it's up here now. It's here. Yeah, it, it is in Illinois. I, I mean, don't know not, if it's a problem, problem, but it's yeah, up here. Yeah, it's a little small hive beetle, about the size of one of your cells on your frames. That's, it's, you know, about that size. And, uh, you know, uh, in the South, and particularly some states, they're really severe and can just demolish a hive, you know. But there's a lot of things you can do to uh, stop the small hive beetle from taking over your hive. And one of the things you can do is, a, of course, a natural treatment. That is, there's a trap. There's several types of traps, but there's a new trap that's kind of... Uh, a lot like the the old, uh, I think it was called AJ Beetle's trap, and uh, and so this is a new one that's like that. Only it's one piece; it doesn't come apart, and it has a clear little container on it. That uh, yeah, Sherry's getting one out of the box now. I, I don't oh, know what wow. you mean. If it's wow, well, I didn't. Oh, know. I see. So you just pour. Oh yeah. You just pour the oil right down in there. Is that yeah, what you do? yeah, you do. Oh. For all of you watching via TV. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, you see what it looks like here. I don't understand. How does it sit down in the frames? I'm confused. Well, well first of all, you know, these are a bunch that are together. <laughs> you tear that off right there. This is just one. No, I know that. Oh, yeah. And then once you tear that off, yeah. it, just oh. it just goes in between two frames. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh, that was easy, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah, right. see it just oh, okay. So the old kind, well, well, maybe they're not new kind. That, but you could take the lid off. That's correct. And, and you that put the lid back on, but you could reuse them. You could reuse it. These aren't. These, these are throwaways. Are re yeah, these are throwaways. Which, to tell you the honest truth, <laughs> I think if I had a trap full of beetles, I'd want to throw it away anyway. But oh, that's a good idea. So you just you just fill the you just fill this little reservoir up with oil, mm -hmm. and then it lays. Vegetable oil is fine. Vegetable oil. Yeah, don't go out and buy that expensive olive oil from Sam's Club. Hey, I need to tell him about our big date today. Oh, from Sam's Club? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you've worked so hard lately, Sherry, and I just feel so bad. Sherry is on the phone, and I'm surprised I had it rung off the hook while we're doing this, but she's always on the phone, walking around with a headset, and I just feel sorry that you worked so hard. So I said, or Cree came up and said, Hey, I'll watch Christian. We have a two-year-old, and I'll watch Christian while you guys go on a date or something. So I decided to take you on a date. Yeah, yeah. She said something about take take mom out to eat or something like that, and we're like, yeah, 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 that'd be fun. So we got all dressed up and put on our going to town clothes because usually <laughs> we look like 
Oh, you should see the way we look normally. David is plastered from paint. To, from head to toe, he has sawdust up his nose most of the time. And well, this is and, good. It's not on video. And, and all through his hair. Uh, my my clothes are torn. <laughs> I should get a B lab, like a white doctor's lab, and walk around with that all the time. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? You should, but I mean, he really gets into his work, so we, we usually look. You know, we don't look so presentable most of the time. So we got all dolled up in our going to town clothes. And and got in the buggy and we went all the way to town and Dave was going to take me out to eat the buggy <laughs> and the horse and buggy. Oh no, people are going to think we're Amish or something. <laughs> okay, we got an SUV and we we drove into town and we got out and we we went in and and the meal was wonderful. I had a meatball on a toothpick and I had a piece of shrimp on a toothpick. And lasagna on a toothpick. And, and a lasagna on a toothpick. <laughs> and I had a piece of chicken on a toothpick. You had that, uh, some kind of like a chicken. I just said that. I just said Yeah, it but it was chi- Chinese. I can't remember what they okay, called it. Okay, it was a piece of chicken with ginger sauce on a toothpick. <laughs> so, so therefore, it must have made it Chinese. General chicken. So, so David took me to Sam's Club for lunch and we we walked around the little vendor people there who were making the little treats and sticking them on toothpicks and that's where he took me out to lunch folks and all I can say is you all must not be buying enough hives (laughs) 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 to top it off he treated me to a hot dog at the front of the store on the way out (laughs) yeah well you know I'm trying to you know if you want to be rich you have to act like rich people and someone told me a long time ago, rich people eat at Sam's Club because you can buy a hot dog and a Coke for $1.89. It's the cheapest place to do. Oh. <laughs> so I'm trying to act rich by eating hot dogs. You know? Oh, my Then I will be rich one day. Oh, oh, I don't know. But that was my fancy, that was my fancy meal out for the, for the week. So you all have to have pity on me. because Buy more hives so right. Sherry can go to a nice restaurant and I can get my teeth filled or something. <laughs> I can have a real steak to eat. Instead of a meatball and a toothpick. <laughs> oh, anyway, we were talking about. Yeah. So anyway, we were talking about these beetle traps, and and I said, don't buy that expensive olive oil, olive oil at Sam's because it's you know like a hundred and sixty dollars or something. Was well, that olive oil that I brought back from Israel? Is that cheaper? Did I pay no, less? No, I don't think it was any cheaper, but it was. It costs more in the long run because on its way over from Israel. You spilled it all over the clothes inside your suitcase, and I think we had to throw a bunch of stuff away. So, <laughs> <laughs> is that true? So, yes, it's true. No, I actually, oh, no, it was not me. It wasn't you. It was Sherry. It was awful. You know, everybody buys olive oil, and I've made like five trips to Israel, but everybody buys olive oil and they bring it home. You know, somebody in our group, their bottle must have broken, and it spilled in the airplane, the cargo area. It spilled oh. over. Everyone's suitcase was oily. Aww. Now, one time, you know, I always fly overseas, and I, I have, I'm from the South, so I like sweet tea. And when I take overseas trips, I always take sweet tea with me. I don't know if I can anymore, but I used to take them on the carry-on. And one time, <laughs> you know how you had that overhead compartment? You know, it was dripping liquid. And <laughs> I thought, oh, that's weird. It was dripping liquid like three seats behind me because we were kind of at an angle climbing, you know. And the guy three rows back was being dripped on. Well, later in the flight, after we leveled off and you walk around, I had just like a quart jar of of iced tea <laughs> that had come undone. <laughs> I like saturated 
like 30 <laughs> upper cargo things. With, I, maybe I shouldn't be telling this. They're probably still looking for me. <laughs> well, you can't take liquid on a plane now anyway, so that so you're safe. You you won't be able to do that again. I've done you all. You can't take water or anything on a on a carry on or on a plane or anything. Yeah, I you know. Uh, <laughs> I always always try. <laughs> hey, last time I went to shake those bees a year ago, you loaded me up with all sorts of things to fly down to Florida with. I like I never got through the the <laughs> beeping thing because of you. Was it? So you tried to do it all on your carry on? Oh, I only I didn't take any bags. I just took oh. my carry on. I thought we don't have to do the luggage thing, you know. Oh. And they wouldn't. Let, they wouldn't let me take the. You had a, a big. You had like a quart-sized jar of bug spray. I lost that. They. What do they do with all that stuff that you can't take? Yeah, I bet they have an. I bet they auction it off. You know, like the police. The police who confiscate yeah. all those and they finally auction them off. I bet that's what the airlines do. They finally confiscate off all that suntan mm. lotion and <laughs> bottled water and, <laughs> and and I don't know what they do with it, but. What's happening to all the things we can't take on the plane and they confiscate? Oh, well. No, I, I know. I I wish you could. I thought they were going to soften that a little bit when you take that full body scan that now you can take liquids, but maybe that hasn't changed oh, yet. I don't know. I okay, don't know. all we right. Ha- we haven't flown since then. So. Yeah. But anyway, so you get the, the just the real cheap vegetable oil. How much do you think you'd fill this up, about halfway? I'd fill, it all the, I'd fill this little beetle trap up to the... Top, yeah. I want a beetle to get killed as soon as they get in there. Really? Yeah, but I think they'd be more apt to say, no, they go oh, in there. there's something there's something up here. I'm not going to jump in there. I'm going to just... Well, that's true. Off. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, yeah, if you fill it to the top, they couldn't get in it, could they? Anyway, you'll have to... Oh, maybe there's instructions. No, there's nothing. Oh, okay. There's nothing with them. Well, why would we I, care about weird, instructions? Here, it's on the front. Can you read that? What? It's upside down. Put your glasses on. Blaster. That's not instructions. Let me see. See? Patent pending. Oh. Hey, maybe we could jump and get a patent if it's pending. <laughs> 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 oh, excuse you. Anyway, so yeah, isn't that weird? It doesn't come with instructions. And in the beekeeping business, we all just expect you to know what to do. Well, let's say, let's fill it half full. How's huh. that? And then you just, like you said, you just stick it in between. Your frames now. How how is that if if they've got you know all the comb pulled out and everything's all kind of glued together and stuck together? That would be kind of hard to shove in between a couple of. Or would you put like maybe on the very edge? On the no, you need edge. to put it in the middle right. for the brood nest area. Just one, just one, or would I, like two? Or no, three one one good. would be good. Two would be better. It's kind of like okay, more is better. I now, think now. If the idea... It, it'll fit. It's a sli- look how slim that is. That will fit easily between the comb. That's three-eighths. So that, that's fine. That's bee space. It, it would be perfect. Okay, so so what happens? The, you, you go to lift the lid off and the beetles go, Oh, no, there's the sunshine. And they run to get into something dark. And that's supposed to be, that's supposed to be considered dark. What? That's exactly right. Except they don't say, Oh, no, there's the sunshine. Because <laughs> I don't think they sing. <laughs> They might. You don't know. But they don't. They don't like the sunshine, and they 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 go for a dark little crevice, and they jump in those holes for to hide. Okay. All right. So when I so I guess when it's completely full, or you're completely disgusted, then you just take it out, and throw it away, and, <laughs> and use another one. That should be in his instructions. When you're when it's fully full, or you're fully disgusted with how it looks, okay. throw it away. <laughs> well, anyway, I went to their website. 
And the gentleman is there. I talked to him on the phone, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't, do you remember his last name? Mm, no. Uh, Cuts or something. Oh, is this Lawrence Cuts? Lawrence Cuts. <laughs> Didn't he used to be a bee inspector mm-hmm. in Florida? Mm-hmm. And so we, I went to his website, and as soon as I did, it was, I assume, yeah, it was him singing. And shall I play it now? Yeah. All right, play let's it. see if I can get it going here. I think I'm uploading a YouTube video, too. and I are going to work up a tune that we can sing on our website. When you log on to our website, we'll be singing a tune next time. It'll be fun to make up a tune, you know, when everybody always wants to know, you know, on that day when when the Beatles, or the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those would be ordering Beatles from us. <laughs> the day that the bees are supposed to get here, especially, well, it's for both. Pick up and ship people are always anxious, you know, and they always want to know, did the, be- did the bees go out today? Did the bees go out today? Did they ship? Did they ship? And I think we ought to get on there that day because we, we want everybody to start checking on the website for that information because, well, let's face it, folks, I... I I cannot take 500 calls a day asking the, <laughs> to the and bee we, ship. We, we have a joke around here that when, when someone does call and ask that question, Sherry hangs up and, and she'll say, another, where's my bees? We don't know. Where are my bees? That's where we. Yeah. That's what we say. So anyway, we're going to put every every information on the website so people can just check. But we we were laughing <laughs> that we need to come up with a little jingle and say something like, David's gone to get the bees. <laughs> He's driving in the truck right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we'll put that one on the things to do list, Sherry. <laughs> oh, well, people would like it. They would like it. We have to do that. I thought we could do something to the tune of Gilligan's Island, you know. What is with you in Gilligan's Island? Every time you ever want to... T- do a new tune to something, you pick Gilligan's Island. Why is that? <laughs> well, it's first of all, it's a song that I know. <laughs> I grew up with it. Is, it. is it like every day you'd come home from school and you'd get yourself a cookie? I did. Oh, yeah. A cookie and a glass of milk. Well, Sherry, and I was... you'd sit down in front of Gilligan's Island with your mom. No, my mom didn't watch it with me. She was in the other room cooking or something. But that was like your wind-down time from school, wasn't it? It was. I hated school. Oh, but, I, you know, and, too, I was hoping they'd get rescued. They could get off. They were stuck on an island. I know. I always thought eventually, in fact, did they ever get off the island or didn't they? Yeah, I think they did. No, nah, if they did, I've never seen that episode. What, did somebody just pull up and they ju- just jumped in the boat? And You know how many people actually pulled up and they didn't get to go with them? Oh, I know it. <laughs> over and over and over, there were visitors to that island. It was I know. Like, Everybody. Rock stars, yeah. actors, actresses, astronauts. They all went to Gilligan's yeah. Every It was like a resort yeah, place. It and was. Those people never got off. As far as I know, they're still on there. Anyway. Was that you, a true story? No, it was not a true story. <laughs> all right. <laughs> But you always want to do, every time you want to do a jingle, you always want to do Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island is cool, though. Okay. All right, here's our next contest. If you can come up with a really good jingle to Gilligan's Island about David the bees, and David and Sherry and the bees shipping out, 
or something similar to that, just send it in an email and or Follow call text. us up on the phone and sing it in the phone. <laughs> I can't record it, can I? And, and we'll start looking at jingles so we can put it on our website. <laughs> that would be great. And we ought to give a prize out, you know, too, that if we select your jingle, then you get a free beehive. Mm. Oh, my. We can't sell enough now to take me to a decent restaurant. You're going to give them away? Maybe that jingle will put us on the map. <laughs> Somebody's out there maybe with a cool studio, and they can really, you know, they got they got a whole choir behind them. Wow. Well, you know, Nick here... You know, on the boat, he might, you know, have like a, you know, a guitar with him or something, and he could, you know, come up with a jingle. Yeah, because he's probably the Gilligan Island type on a boat. I bet he is. A three-hour tour. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We could say like, uh, oh, I was just trying to think. Uh, Hmm. Oh, it would be easy, you know. The weather started getting rough. The bees all ran in their hives. Oh, <laughs> stop, please. All I have to do is figure out what rhymes with hive. Strive. Give me five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we have to get on to more, less serious things. We're too serious today. Uh-oh, Christian. No, that's Korean. I thought Christian had the tater chips again. Oh, another question. It says here, I looked at one of my hives today. I saw the queen and some eggs. In some of the cells, though, there were two eggs. They were in the bottom of the cell, so I don't think they were laying workers. This is my first overwintered hive. Is that normal? Sometimes we get two yolks in an egg, don't we, in your chickens. You know, by the way, look at your chickens. They're way out there in the pouring down rain in that field. Wow. Hmm. All right. Can it be normal for your queen to put two eggs in one cell? Karee, what do you think? Um, yes. Under what circumstances? Not normal. No, it's not normal, but it can happen. It can happen, right? Yeah. Could it be twins? (laughs) (laughs) Twin sisters. (laughs) They're all twin sisters. They're all, well, not all, I guess. 2,000 twins called, I wonder. They wouldn't be called twins. They would be called... (laughs) 32 tuplets or something. I can tell it's Friday. Oh, Friday. All right. Well, it's not normal. His name is John, but... You want my guess? Yeah. My guess is a... a, Yeah, what is your guess? uh, A working... A worker who's laying. A laying worker. That's my guess. Oh, yeah. That's what he was afraid of. Hmm. Oh, he thinks, he said, do I have a laying worker? I've got more than one egg. In the, but it's in the bottom, see. A, typically, a, a worker can't bend her abdomen all the way down and lay an egg right on the bottom of the cell because the queen has a longer abdomen for that purpose. But I have seen it because sometimes they don't make the, the wax all the way out, you know, real deep. And so they can lay all the way to the bottom on shorter cells. And sometimes those those workers do wiggle down to the bottom. But, you know, with a laying worker, I see, usually I see five or ten eggs on the bottom, not just two. So here's what I think it is. I think that the queen is so anxious to lay now to this march, and the march brood nest is very small, Sherry. It's It's not very big because they can only keep warm a small section of the hive in March. So the queen is wanting to lay, but she's not going to go 
way over there against the wall where no bees are. The cluster isn't over there, see. So she's anxious to lay, and she's laying. She's she's huh. like, oops, done that one, sorry. Huh. I think that's what's going on. Huh. So she's probably laying in cells in duplicate. Actually, the bees will consume one egg. They won't let two grow up in there. And that sounds gross that they would eat an egg, doesn't it? But we eat eggs. <laughs> we we eat chicken eat, eggs. Well, yeah, we don't eat human eggs. <laughs> Ooh, no, I don't think so. But they they use all. They're very efficient in cleaning up things. And if one egg is even even eggs are bad, you know, for some reason they'll consume those. Um, there's a slight chance that your queen might be a late queen that never made it, and so laying workers have taken over. Uh, laying workers, like I said, they do sometimes lay in the bottom. That can fool you. But how will he know for sure if he's got a laying worker or a mated queen? All he has to do is wait. wait. Yeah, wait 21 days. And if you have a laying worker, you'll have nothing but drones. Drones coming out. But if you've got a laying, a mated queen, you'll have workers. Or, yeah, workers coming out. So, you'll know. A laying queen or a uh, laying worker. You'll know in a little bit. All right. Let's see. I just love that guy's song on his website, Sherry. It was so good, wasn't it? We will do that again, maybe, in case people want to hear it again. <laughs> oh, you know, we sell these beetle blasters, by the way, right? We need to tell yeah. people that. How much are they if they order from us? They're, I believe they're a dollar and a half. <coughs> but if you come up with a good jingle, it could be Yours free. for free. <laughs> See, we just took you from a hive down to a beetle blaster. <laughs> For a jingle. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, beetle blaster. It's called the better beater blaster. <laughs> it's hard to say that three better times. Beetle blaster. Better, better beetle blaster. Better blaster. All right. Hey, I've got a uh, one to bring up a woman was talking to me on the phone the other day and she said she was talk she was worried about flowers and she said she lives in an area I'm not I don't know where I, it could be I don't know it could be in town I guess or or maybe she just lives in one of those places where no one ever did any kind of landscaping or any kind of you know flowers and she was really concerned that when she put her beehive out there because there were no flowers that there would not be anything for her bees and so we talked for a long time and I said well you you need to remember it's not just flowers it's anything that blooms so it can be a tree and it's not just you know the flowery trees either what what is that stuff David that they use you know right in the beginning before the leaves really pop out on trees you know when it just has the little bud on the well, I think sometimes, you know, some fruit or some trees like maple trees, they do give off a, a bud that does have pollen before that and as that flower blossoms. But they there's some of those little red things they do go on there and nibble off the kind of sticky things, you know, that are on the that opens up those flower pods. But I, yeah, there's there's nectar pollen on that. Okay, and so so don't necessarily think just flowers. Think to yourself, look around and see what you've got in the way of flowering bushes flowering trees i mean hosta bloom you know and they get on you know the hosta blooms and um it 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 can be blackberry bushes it can be you know any of those kinds of things so don't think in terms of just flowers um think in terms of whatever you see that's blooming around 
But now is the time to get out your garden books and start going through them and seeing what it is that the bees love. And most of the garden books will tell you about the different kinds of um, blooms and whether or not the butterflies like them, whether or not the bees like them. And so this year, one of the things I'm going to do, David, is I'm going to come up with a... um, just a just a garden of just bee-loving plants so that when people come out here, as they do, and they want to take little tours and they want to see the beehives, and we can uh, look at just this little garden and, and uh, look at the different kinds of flowers. But out here, I've mentioned it before, but be thinking in terms of things that have lots of color. They love color. They like lavenders and they... And um, they like bright, you know, the bright yellow ones on tomatoes and and um, pumpkins and um, those kinds of ones. Uh, they um, they love hyssop. You can buy hyssop sometimes in the in the nurseries. But a lot of this stuff you're going to have to go to your gardens catalogs and look for bee balm. They love that sort of thing. So um, get it going. Plant it in your yard. Plant lots of clover in your yard. Let it grow up. But but don't think just flowers. A lot of people think it's just flowers that they make honey from. It's any kind of blooms. So this would be if somebody visits our uh, apiary here, maybe they can go to one of your garden areas where you have these signs posted. Did you talk about that yet? Oh, you just did. I had to jump out real quick. <laughs> oh, that would be neat, wouldn't it? I get asked that question a lot. So we have a lady in our church that. She's great with flowers. We need to have her talk on Studio Be Live, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, she'll do that. We'll do that sometime. She's the Illinois Gardener on PBS. And so... Um, she well, she's she's on Illinois Gardeners. Oh, I see. On yeah. PBS. But yeah. she's a horticultural professor at the University of Illinois. So I'm sure she'd love to join us sometime. Yeah, let's do that. That'd be wonderful. I'll have her do her homework and study which... Uh, Flowers that bees really enjoy the most. That would be fun. So, Sherry, um, wow, the season is just unfolding like a flower in the spring. It's unbelievable. It's here on us already. It's been here in Illinois. It's been wonderful weather the past two or three days. And, David, our grass has sprung greenness to it. I don't notice it anywhere else but here. And in... The only time I really notice it is when the, when I first let the chickens out and they go right for that grass and you can just hear them tearing that yes. green grass with their beaks. It's hilarious. But we have yeah. got green grass and and on these warm days our bees have been flying out and Sherry yesterday I saw them bringing pollen in and I live in Central Illinois. They were bringing pollen in on what, March the 11th. You know, I'm like I don't see a flower out there. Where do they find this stuff? Where are they finding it? I suspect, you know, these, these real early lilies, these, why do you call them, crocuses? Are they crocuses or croci? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard croci before, but no, yeah, really, no. you think there's stuff out in the woods? Because I haven't seen anything in the grass. I mean, in the yard. Yeah, flowers or anything. No, there. No, I, I think, haven't even seen a dandelion. Oh, no, you won't see those for a long time. Really? Oh, no. Well, I've seen a dandelion at Christmas time before. I thought you could get a dandelion any time that the sun was bright enough to... And it has to be warm, though. We're still a little bit off from dandelions, but you know, that, I don't think we're going to see a dandelion until at least into April. But you will see the maple trees. They'll flower, and, and they produce a lot of pollen off trees. And maybe they're getting off some of the trees, like you said earlier, that are starting to bud out a little bit. Maybe 
Maybe they're bringing that in. Maybe it was just sawdust. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is there is there other stuff that will attract them? And if so, does that mean we need to do something to keep them from getting into the sawdust? No. You know, I'm sure there's people that have got, like, chicken feed sitting around and cow feed sitting around. The bees are buzzing in. What do you do in those cases? No, I never worry about that because, you know, we have sawdust piles, and our bees love sawdust. All year long, they love. Oh, well, they love sawdust. Sawdust holds water, you know, where it's uh, like it drips off a rose into a sawdust pile. And those bees sit over there all summer and suck that water off that sawdust. Okay, but but what I'm asking is, if I'm a beekeeper, you know, maybe I've got one or two beehives, and it's this time of year, and I'm starting to be anxious about, you know, my bees are getting out, but there's no flowers and. Oh my goodness, it looks like they're spending a lot of time in a mud puddle somewhere or they're spending a lot of time with their heads stuck in a an old nasty bucket full of dried cat food somewhere. Do I have to worry about that kind of stuff? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. What are you gonna do? Have a talk with them? <laughs> hey you guys, don't don't get into my chicken feed anymore. You should only eat things that bees are supposed to eat. Stay out of the cow feed. Okay. Well, let me take it down a notch or two here. What I'm, <laughs> what I think I'm asking is, does that mean that we need to start supplying alternative things for them to do? There <laughs> once was a bee that ate dog food. Sherry got really mad. She ran outside and chased it away, and then David was really glad. Oh gosh. You know, pollen patties, sugar patties. Should we start feeding sugar water? Okay, let me ask you a question. (laughs) First of all, you know, my bees love your chicken food. Woohoo! Have you noticed that? What do they like about that? What's in the chicken food? I have no idea. Doesn't it say on the back? Sure, it says on the back, but I'm just telling you that I haven't read the ingredients, so I don't have any idea. Oh, well, it can't be bad, though, right? It's just No, if it's all right for the chickens, it's all right for the bees, but I just... Who wants honey made out of chicken feed? No, they're not <laughs> making honey out of it. They're just using that as a, a protein source. They won't put that in a cell of honey or anything. Okay, but isn't that what they... Did they make their bee bread out of that? Well, mm, it's possible, but not this time of the year, no. You know, people, Sherry, people are starting to think if I feed sugar water, it will save my bees. I fed them sugar water this month. They don't touch it. They don't like it. They're scouring for, for protein. They're scouring for pollen. Okay, what do they do with the protein? You should buy, you should buy dry pollen, and, and, and then you can buy bags. We used to have a bag. I'm all out, but I would take on a dry day. It won't work on a rainy day. and Just put that out there on a board somewhere. They go all crazy over it. But can you buy real pollen? No. Okay. <laughs> and you probably shouldn't because you don't know what's in it. But you, you, even pollen patties don't have really any pollen in it. I don't think so anymore. But okay, so some sort of substitute. It is, do we like know soy. What I think it's soy. <sighs> More beans. More beans and corn. More corn and beans. No, but soybeans, I mean, there was a, I've read some studies here today. I want to look at it more, but boy, it makes a difference. Pollen patties, everybody should have pollen patties in their hive over late fall and winter. And this time of the year, pollen patties are a must. But you know, that hive that we opened up yesterday and we filmed it, and and you actually did the video on it, did you notice they hadn't eaten much of that pollen patty, had they? They did in the wintertime. But I put a new one on there. They they were just two little bees on there nibbling on it. But they devoured that big um, 
candy patty we put on there, sugar. We sell these. We sell these sugar patties. Okay, well that's not protein. So what it's are you saying yeah. now? It's carbohydrate. Right, but what do you? I'm confused now because you said they needed protein, but then you said they're devouring your sugar patties. Yeah, you know it's up to the bee what they want, right? I mean, you know they're going to need more of one or the other when they start laying more brood. But you know right now we're just trying to figure out how you know in Illinois let's get them through the rest of the winter until the flowers start bringing in the you know, producing the pollen. We won't worry about it. But as long as we have a pollen patty, but I did you see all that nectar that they had brought in and stored? And I said, where did they get that? Wow. Uh, yeah. Where did they get it? They have to be turning that solid candy into that liquid. That's the only thing I can rationalize because there's nothing out there that they could bring in of that magnitude. And you'll see this in one of our videos. If you check us out on YouTube, do a search on Long Lane Honey or something. It was full of nectar, like man, it was unbelievable, like middle of summer, wasn't it? Yep. And, and that sugar patty was gone. They they consumed it. So maybe they inverted it. Mm-hmm. That worked that way. Did I answer your question really well? Yeah, I think oh, so. Okay, <laughs> I didn't think so. You can um um you know you can buy sugar patties. I can't imagine that they're much more than some sort of really stiff icing kind of. Daily. I mean, don't buy anything commercial because you're going to end up with a lot of junk in there that bees can't use and don't want, don't need. But if, uh, I mean, if you want to, you know, buy a sugar patty, they're they're really sticky. I mean, we we can sell them. They're they're really sticky. They're hard, the hard to put in an envelope. <laughs> but you can certainly try them. But I, you know, you can get on the internet. I bet and you can find, you know, recipes for those kinds of things. And you just make it up and. Pat it down flat and put it in between two wax pieces of wax paper and just stick it out there on top of your hive if you want to try that. The ones that we sell have honey be healthy in them. Do they? Mm-hmm. Cool. But they are messy, that's for sure. They're sticky. Oh, man, it's like it's worse than honey is. But it is important for people to be feeding their bees now, that's for sure. Wow. You know, I... <laughs> I was going to say, we had a funny phone call from a lady who had gotten some honey be healthy and somehow somehow in the shipment of that honey be healthy that it it must have the lid must have come off or somebody must have punctured it or something but it dribbled all over her hive and you know you don't necessarily want to get a hive out of a box that's got some sticky stuff all over it but David was like oh no the bees will love that I knew that if if she if she wanted a refund for those supers we sent, I'd have to go back to Sam's and take everything back and have you walk backwards around your from going out to eat. I would lose that money. See, <laughs> we don't necessarily encourage you to drench your entire hive with honey. Be healthy, but but yes, you know, just for for anybody who who wants to know if you if you try to leave your house with honey, be healthy in any kind of a pitcher that's open. You will you'll be like the Pied Piper and you'll have a thousand bees following you wherever you try to go. That's how that's how quick they pick up on that scent mm-hmm. and yeah. they go right to it. Yeah, when they're empty, we have this joke around here, but when I, when our feeders get empty, the bees will come to our window and you know, have a little frowny face, pouty face, and they'll look in the window with a pouty face and I'll say, Okay and they do. We actually, they, no, seriously, tell them they, they come to that they window. They come to the window. So, I don't know if they've got a pouty face, though. Well, my eyes are better than yours. <laughs> so then we go over there and mix up some sugar water, and we mix up some. This is when this is before they have flowers. And so we'll go, I'll go out there, and they'll be at the door. They will start 
And Sherry, I have to cover it because the poor little girls would jump in there, you know, and drown. So you have to keep it covered before you can get back there and screw it they on. Yeah, they will. They will literally jump into the pitcher in your hand. Yeah, they don't sting you or anything, but no. they'll, they'll they'll follow me down to the feeding trough. You know, it's just like <laughs> they'll just be waiting. It's like, whoa, here he comes. It's wild, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, with our hives, you do get a free entrance feeder. I don't know if anybody else does that, but considering what a good quality price it is to begin with for for two deeps in a in a soup, or I actually had two people this week that canceled their orders somewhere else, David, <laughs> to get our hives because they said, "Wow, we just didn't realize that you know we could get such a good deal there." But um, and then they're amazed sometimes too when. Um, when it is, uh, when they find out that it's completely, you know, all the frames and foundations completely assembled, completely painted, and uh, and then we sell it for $179, but they come with free feeders also now, and uh, we actually include two different entrance reducers, or some people call them entrance cleats. One's a full-size um, cleat that goes across the entire um, bottom board and then we make a, a shorter one that fits in just right with the entrance feeder but um, I got to thinking about entrance feeders because of the because of the honey bee healthy and how a lot of people will make the half sugar and half water and then put the, uh, the honey bee healthy in there and it just they just go crazy when they when they get that sort of stuff well, you know, Sherry, this is a time when uh, it really does get crazy for us, and I just want to encourage those of you that do call in or email us, please be patient. You know, like today, we we uh, sl- had to slip out for a minute to go to Sam's, and our answering machine says something like, you know, we're either on the phone or away from the phone, something like that. And right before I uh, we started recording this podcast, I made the mistake of pushing the play button on those... Oh my goodness, there's a lot of messages people called, you know, and it's just like, well, we do have to take some time to keep our sanity going. and <laughs> So be patient with us this time of the year. A lot going on that we have to take uh, uh, care of, but we will try to answer your emails and take your calls. So be patient with us. Do give us a little bit of grace because, boy, it is. We, we don't want to discourage you from calling us because we, we certainly appreciate your business want your business and need your business don't don't think you're going to overwhelm us because we do want to hear from you but uh do be patient and it's 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 quicker to call us it's quicker to get a hold of us if you just call back if you leave a message and then yeah you think you know two days later while they never call back it's because there's you know a thousand messages on there so it's it's easier and quicker just to keep calling this back and you can email us, but please, please, please don't don't place orders in an email to my husband. And why not? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes, and everybody's experience is sometimes emails just get dumped in your junk box, you know, or your your spam folder, and it's just nowhere to be found. But you know, he gets hundreds of emails, you know, and we've had more than one disappointed person who thought they'd placed an order on email. So please call in and talk to yours truly, Sherry, if you want to place an order, a real order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You know, that one time that we I offered, you know, uh, something free for the first so many callers, we had a we had a blast that day. We had we had a fun time just, you know, people calling in. I, I think was it Hive Tools or it wasn't. It was a smoker, patties. Yeah, it was something. It was fun, you know. So uh, what? If, what if we? Uh, 
Can you do that on a podcast? Is that how we did it? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, it was on a blog. Oh, on a blog. Can you do it on a podcast? Yeah, we've done it before on a podcast. It's been a long time. What do we? What do we say? If you, you know, we'd have to do it on Monday, right? So, see, somebody listened to a podcast, they wouldn't know which Monday it was. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the problem. Okay, scrap that idea, right? <laughs> Watch our blog. Maybe I'll write a blog soon and we'll put another what, free offer on that. What, are you going to give them free, a Beetle Blaster? Yeah, I thought yeah. I could give them a free Beetle Blaster. Yeah, like the first ten people that call and get a hey, free didn't, Beetle Blaster. Didn't we do emails, though? He could be the first five emails. No. We just said no email orders? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, it's just like I said it's just between a hundred of those and and half of them going the you know the spam folder that's kind of hard to do it that way oh well that's true it would be okay we'll just watch our blog or something that'd yeah. be good uh, here's a Beetle Blaster song again it's really good it's a better Beetle Blaster nothing works faster it will kill the beetles in your bees it'll kill those blasted beetles it's the Beatles' Grim Reaper. Grim Reaper. And nothing works cheaper. Cheaper. In your bees. Woohoo. <laughs> you I know, want to meet Lawrence. He sounds cool. Yeah, that was great. He yeah. sounds like a good old yeah. country singer, doesn't he? Old, yeah. I don't mean old in age. I mean, you know, but just. I think it's cool that people have, you know, he makes, he was a bee inspector. He makes little inventions he sings he sounds like a cool guy to know yeah kind of like me i sing yeah. <laughs> all you sing is gilligan's island it's a start you gotta start everybody starts <laughs> showering with songs <laughs> <laughs> okay it's time to say goodbye i think all righty thanks for checking in and listening to today's broadcast it's been good to be along with you david and sherry burns we operate long lane honeybee farms manufacturing beekeeping equipment Looking for those orders to continue to come in so we can up our ante on the restaurant of our choice for an occasional date. So keep us in mind. Uh, sure, you can buy from all the big people, but uh, we certainly do appreciate your business when you do come to us. They won't have near as much fun. If That's buy, right. If buy from anybody else. Yeah, we're fun <laughs> folks, fun folks. We're here to help you and get to know you better. Yeah, I think I did have a guy that called last week, and yeah, he did. He said, I've heard all your podcasts. I feel like I know you personally. Yeah, we've had a lot of people who say, you just, I I just think you're my best friends now. Yeah, so, you know, spread the, spread the, the, the uh, podcast around. Tell people about these podcasts, or, you know, you can forward them to them, or forward a link to them, and say, these, these guys are, this is great little beekeeping family, fun to listen to. Spread the word. Hey, here's a couple of ways you can get in contact with us, but I'm sure you know that if you're listening. But you can email us at david at honeybeesonline.com. But please don't email any orders. Call those in. And the number that you can call is 217-427-2678. We're in our kitchen, and our little two-year-old's making a lot of noise. <laughs> but the number to call us is 217-427-2678. And uh, check us out on the website, honeybeesonline.com. Our website is undergoing a complete overhaul. Of course, you won't see it until it's done, but we've actually secured the services of a company that will be redoing our website, making your online shopping experience much more enjoyable. So they project that to be done in a few months, at least in time for next year, for sure. 
All right, so Christian's here. Christian is always ready to say goodbye to all the folks out there in the beekeeping world. Uh, so um, tell everybody uh, what you did today, Christian. What did you do today? Thomas. You want to watch Thomas? He loves Thomas the Train, don't you? Thomas. All right. Tell everybody goodbye. Goodbye, Thomas. <laughs>